Bush here, uh, I'm just introing the podcast. Of course, uh, Richie's away this week. I did suggest during the show that you're about to hear that it might be something to do with Arsenal's performance over the weekend. We can but speculate, but I think he's on holiday. So it's just me or me, Todd. Enjoy. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, every little helps. You are listening to Hometime on Absolute Radio. No strings attached, fun on the way home on a Monday night. I hope you're doing okay. Bush here. I'm on me, Todd, this week. Like I said at the start of the show, uh, Richie's on holiday for the full week. Uh, I imagine he's on a flambard log flume as we speak down in the southwest. So I hope he's having a cracking time. Can I start the show uh, with an observation? My observation is this no one gives the monkeys about alarms anymore. Do you, do you see what I mean there? No one gives the monkeys about them. Let me explain it. I walk past this house on the way to work down to the train station. Walk past it every night and, uh, you know, if you're a regular listener to this show, I like to have a bit of evening voyeurism. So I've always looked through their windows on the way back and they've got a lovely house, to be fair, but the alarm was going off, like, big time, like, ringing away. Uh, and everyone's just walking by. There were some builders working a couple of doors down, completely ignoring it. And I don't think anyone bats an eyelid anymore about alarms. And that's a sad thing. It's kind of an indictment in the way uh, that society's gone where we just keep ourselves to ourselves and don't make eye contact. I think we need a new sound for the modern alarm. So I need you to think about this to start the show. What word, phrase or thing should a modern alarm emit to properly grab people's attention in 2019? Think what are people are into these days. Maybe it could be that Baby Shark song. That made people turn around. Uh, maybe the sound of Gaza scoring that goal in Euro 96. That made me turn around. Or, or maybe the alarm could, uh, you know, a bit of advance in technology, emit the smell of an orange. Let's be honest, if you sense the smell of an orange being, in, being eaten anywhere on a train or in a public place, you're up like a meal cat so think now how could alarms be improved in 2019 to grab people's attention you can text 8 12 15 absolute radio the hometime podcast with bush and richie bush here with home time absolute radio on a monday night hope the music is keeping you dry as we endure this biblical weather so it's dawned on me that no one bats an eyelid these days when you hear a house alarm which is a shame even a car alarm it's like oh when they're going to turn it off. So what word, phrase or thing should be, uh, should a modern alarm have so that uh, it grabs people's attention in 2019? Uh, great start so far. Someone has just texted in, what about a goat scream? If you've never heard a goat scream, it's one of the finest things. That's an actual goat screaming. Screaming one more time. That made people turn around. Big Up Blues tweeted in to say, what about the Everton siren? Uh, if you go and watch a game at Goodison Park, they've started doing this air raid siren. It normally means we're about to lose, but it does get people's attention. Or even just the sound of match of the day. I don't know about you, wherever I am, if I hear the match of the day theme, I'm up. Again, it's that meerkat thing. Uh, interesting text coming. Can't work out whether this person's taking the mickey or not. It says, and this is verbatim, I've never texted a radio station ever, but I thought I'd just let you know that this new alarm sound section of your show is brilliant, and that bit where the goat started screaming, I was laughing so much, I was crying, and nearly crashed my car. Fantastic. Are they taking the mickey or not? To be fair, though, someone's suggestion of a screaming goat for the alarm was pretty damn good. Uh, Rachel says, how about Katie Price singing? Uh, that would everyone want that to turn it off fairly quickly. Fair play. Uh, this is a cracking one. Phil says, Bush, what about the noise Gary Neville made in the commentary where Torres scored at the new Camp for Chelsea? Uh, this, for me, is one of the finest moments of commentary in my life. Listen to the noise that Gary Neville makes, and I think it would make a good house alarm. It's Torres oh! to give Chelsea a place in the Champions League final. The headline has been written. <laughs> A 
That's eight seconds of high-pitched Gary Neville going on there. Uh, Mike Dunning says, Bush, the sound of a dog about to be sick gets anyone's attention straight away. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Steve Taylor says, Bush, how about the ooh that we play on the podcast game? Uh, if you listen to our podcast each evening, Richie and I normally start off. We've been doing it for the past week or so. A little game where you have to create a situation that would make the other person go foie. Here's one that Richie did in the latest podcast. Ooh. Pretty good. Listen to the podcast now. See for yourself. And uh, Chris and Dodge from Lynx Catering Cell say, what about the bell and the shout of last orders? Always gets people's attention. 8, 12, 15 for your comment on that. In other news, uh, I was in Southend yesterday, loads of people out and about with their Sunday best on with their poppies going to remembrance masses or events and I thought, you know, fair play to them. And I know no one kind of agrees on anything these days, but I think it is important to say thanks to people who've gone off and fought for us. Do you know what I mean? Uh, my granddad John uh, from Liverpool was in the Normandy Beach landings. My cousin Chris was in the Ro- is in the Royal Navy as we speak and I'm kind of in awe of them because uh, I'm such a coward. I don't know how they do it. I think about my granddad in D-Day and I just think I would brick it I wouldn't even get on the boat. Uh, I think they were kind of a different breed back then. So next time you're getting annoyed with an old fella taking ages to get on the bus, just have a think about it. You might have seen off Hitler. So pause for thought. It's totally up to you, but I thought it might be nice to mark Remembrance Sunday and Armistice Day by uh, listing the names of loved ones who've served in our armed forces, past or present. If someone in your life uh, you think you should be in our thoughts today, uh, leave their name on our Facebook page and tell you what, it's lovely to see so many comments already. Good on you. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute 80s is celebrating a big birthday next month. It'll be 10 years since we launched the station. We've got lots of big birthday plans as well. You're going to love it. It starts with Uselot choosing the greatest song of the decade. Uh, if you've heard the 80s lose week in, week out on 80s versus 90s, it's going to be fairly hard to choose. But you can vote now for your favourite at our website, absoluteradio.co.uk. And you could win a Roberts Revival digital radio. Would you vote for Deacon Blues, Real Gone Kid, Common Eileen from Dexies, Rio from Duran Duran. All of these have lost in 80s versus 90s when Richie's played them. Uh, if you win the radio, you should use it, of course, to listen to Absolute 80s. It's across the UK on digital radio in the free Absolute Radio mobile app, or you can ask your smart speaker to play Absolute 80s. It's that simple. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, been asking you, uh, having noticed that no one listens to house alarms anymore. Went past the house alarm this morning, no one was batting an eyelid. What better noise could it be? Jimmy from Manchester says, uh, we did an endurance test on Friday in the office listening to Cotton Eye Joe on repeat for two hours. One lad nearly had a breakdown and couldn't cope with it. He says that would be a perfect sound for it. That, for me, is a clear leader. Although we've got Liam on the line, he's got a belter. Liam, what sound do you reckon the modern alarm should be? Uh, the sound of someone saying that the buffet is now open at a wedding. <laughs> You've never seen people move so fast as when they announce the food's being served. What about that? Well, I'm usually the, the first one up, so that's why I thought of it. Perfect. Speaking from experience there, Liam. Yeah, yeah, big fan. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie.
Can I just say, I took a wrong turn whilst doing the big shop on Friday night. It's kind of party lifestyle that I lead. And I was astounded at the state of the fancy tea aisle. Have you been down there recently? It's got out of control. Back in the day, about five years ago, ten years ago, ever, th- bear with me on this, fancy teas w- was just mint. And I don't mean they were really good. I mean, it was literally just mint. That was it. You had tea, coffee and mint tea. That was literally it. But something's happened in the past five or six years and it's just got out of control. Uh, and I was down there the other and I couldn't believe it. It was almost like it's been going on in the background without me knowing. They had cherry bakewell flavour in there, raspberry flavour tea, nighttime sleep flavoured tea. How is that even a flavour? It's ridiculous. So tonight I want to make a change. I want to do something about it. Tonight I want to see the extent of the problem, but I need your honesty. So if you're going to like be quiet about it, be coy or adjust stuff to make yourself look good, you might as well not get involved with the survey because it's not going to work. It depends on honesty. So I want to do kind of a fancy tea audit. I need you to think now, whether you're still at work or driving home in the car, think into your kitchen, maybe walk in there in your mind's eye, go to the cupboard where you keep your tea, probably just above the kettle, that area, above the microwave, you know the one. It's got weird tea powder all across the bottom shelf, that one. I want you to have a look in there in your mind and be honest about what fancy teas you currently have in your inventory. Like I said, don't try and make it sound better for yourself. I want pure honesty here. And already some comments coming in on uh, Facebook and Twitter. Mrs H has tweeted to say, she sent me a photo of her three main teas. She's got TikTok bounce tea. I don't even know what that is. It's got a monkey on the front. Some weird orange flavoured drink and then dragonfly tea as well. Folks, we need to know the extent of the problem with this, so uh, it's almost like a fancy tea doomsday book. Get involved now, have a think about your tea cupboard, what ridiculous stuff you got in there, because I think we need to do something about it. Time for change, 8.12.15. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute Radio. The soundtrack to your drive home on a Monday night is Home Time with me, Andy Bush. I do hope you're okay. It's come to my attention that the fancy tea market has got out of control genuinely took a wrong turn down the fancy tea aisle the other night on doing the big shop. Could not believe it. Couldn't believe it. So I just want to find out how big this issue has become. I need you to do a little bit of a fruit tea audit, please. Let me know what was in your tea cupboard or tea drawer or whatever. Some shameful stuff coming in on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, Annika says her main tea that she has is Moomin Blueberry Muffin Tea. Moomin Blueberry Muffin Tea. What the hell is that when it's at home? Adele is sending in a photo of her tea cupboard. Bottom right-hand corner, she's got a thing called Feel New Tea. That's an actual flavour, Feel New. How does Feel New actually taste? Adele, please let me know. I'd love to know. Sander says his three favourite teas are Green Energy, Lime Mint, and then one called Throat Comfort, which sounds like a card you find in a phone box to me, as far as I can tell. Laura Lawrence has texted in, says she's got lemon meringue tea. Uh, Chelsea in Wimbledon's got biscuit-flavoured tea. Tastes like biscuits that have been dipped in tea. Chelsea, I don't believe that for a second. Uh, Dandelion tea, says Jane from St Neots. Apparently, it's good for water retention. When did this happen? When did this become a thing? Uh, We've got Ellie on the line, whose fancy tea addiction has genuinely got out of control. Ellie, please tell everyone what you've got in your cupboards. We have got uh, green tea with or without ginger. Right. Uh, we have got uh, apple crunch. <laughs> what? That's got... not a real tea. Come on, Ellie, mate. Yes, not... yes it is. It right. is. It's a real thing, naturally caffeine-free with all natural ingredients. Yeah, go on, move and on, next one. I've got turmeric active. What? Sounds like an illness. 
I know, I know. I got hoodwinked into that one. Okay. Um, peppermint and licorice. Okay, right. Peppermint infusion. Right. Mango and strawberry. Get out of town. That's a dessert. That is a that's a flipping dessert, <laughs> Ellie. No, it's very good. It's very good. When, when did this? When um, did your life start to spiral into this fancy tea addiction that you've got here? Um, I think it started to. Oh, I've got cherry bakewell. I've just found at the back of the cupboard. Of course you got. One. Of course you got cherry bakewell. <laughs> of course, absolutely. Um, I think it's got worse in the last six months. It's yeah. It's just become a bit of an addiction. And then we've got normal tea. We've got loose black tea we've got almond tea and we've got english breakfast tea and you genuinely and do do you actually drink these other ones or have you just gotten there you think oh that looks nice and you never go anywhere near them no i drink most of them apart from uh, i've gone out of my fruity phase i'm more into <laughs> my peppermint and licorice phase right well, now ellie get out of town this is ridiculous <laughs> no it's real true really true I promise you <laughs> Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Uh, Remembrance Sunday yesterday, Armistice Day today. Uh, we're asking you to leave the name of any loved ones that have served in the armed forces, past or present on our Facebook page. Ace to see so many names and photos and stories there as well. Try and read a few of them out later on. Good on you for getting involved with that. And Remembrance Sunday for me always has special resonance because I did a massive faint on Remembrance Sunday in the early 80s when I was in the Cubs. Uh, I don't know how this happened, but it's Trowbridge, Trowbridge Town Centre if you've ever been to Tro Vegas. Uh, and I was the standard bearer. Uh, which was quite weird, so I had, like, shorts on, etc., a little Cubs hat, and then I was holding the flag. Um, something slightly orange order about the whole thing. Felt a little bit like a mini David Trimble, but um, I had, like, the, the flag thing there, and then there was, like, the minutes or a couple of minutes silence, and I was just stood in a car park for ages, not on my own, but with all the other Cubs, and that was it. Slightly blacked out, completely stacked it, never lived it down subsequently. Uh, and it's quite character-building, having a big old faint like that. It happens to you in life, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? I would say uh, every school back in the day when you were kids has got a fainting kid. Did you have a fainting kid at your school? Uh, ours was Christopher Sherbourne. Uh, always used to keel over during, <laughs> during assembly or a mass. He's, he went down more times than Neymar, Christopher Sherbourne, when I was at school, uh, for various different reasons, whether he did a bit of a vom or just a bit of a pass out. He used to mix it up. That's what he used to like about him. Uh, and you'd always see him later on in a pair of 1970s shorts as he was having his uh, uniform washed by the dinner lady, which is a great thing. So I just thought we'd open the floor, since, you know, as I have uh, passed out quite literally on uh, Remembrance Sunday. Answer this question, where have you fainted? Well, after your fainting stories, please, 8 12, 15. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio on a Monday night. One Hometime show, seven different playlists. Choose the decade of music you listen to whilst the show is on via technology I fundamentally do not understand. Meanwhile, asking you, where have you fainted? I fainted on Remembrance Sunday back in the 80s when I was in the Cub Scouts. Uh, please share with us your fainting stories. Craig in Plymouth says, Bush did the same, Remembrance Sunday during the ceremony. My brother's school forces ceremony and I stacked it taken into the nearby church and give, given three spoons of sugar by an old lady to get me back on track the story comes out each year uh, this person says they fainted at the TK Maxx the day before I exchanged on my flat thank god I was in the seating section they had uh, quite a few people fainting at either birth or scan of first child Hammy says fainted in the pub after half a pint long hot day at work very embarrassing I'd say Neil says ran up the stairs for a wee a bit too quick during an ad break 
cheek and fainted mid-pee. That's messy. And Betty says, my sister Brenda fainted on centre court on ladies' semi-final day. She managed to stop play for a short period. That's her 15 seconds of fame. We've got Mylene on the line. Mylene, tell us your fainting story. So it was my brother's wedding and I was one of the bridesmaids. Uh-huh. And right when the vow and everything was being done with my brother and his wife, I decided to faint in front of everybody. Oh, because I remember watching on you being framed, like the, the video outtake show. There was always, yeah. weddings quite bad for fainters. Why do you think you fainted? Uh, it was a very hot day in Australia and I'm from New Zealand, so I wasn't used to it. Wasn't quite prepared for it. And what kind of <laughs> stacking it was? It Was it face down into the, you know, place, planted into the back of your... Oh, no, it was very you, elegant. It was very elegant. I just sort of crumbled into a heap on the floor and the wedding stopped and they sorted me, took me out the back and it stopped until I could come back again. (laughs) But the best thing was that everyone thought it was the other bridesmaid so she got all the stick for it and I didn't get anything. Yes, get in. Celebration for a bit of disinformation. (laughs) What about that? So essentially then, you fainted uh, like someone in a Bronte novel. Your parasol went down and you slowly went to your knees. Absolutely. And do it in style. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. We're going to end it with this one from Liam. Liam, tell everyone your fainting story. Well, yeah, first time, um, you know, I had a girlfriend. Right. <laughs> and, um, yeah, she invited me. <laughs> she invited me into the duvets and I've fainted. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, Liam, how old were you, by the way, at this particular point? I'm not shy, but... OK, gentlemen never reveals. That's fair enough. Uh, what about yeah. this? So, at what point did you actually faint? That's that's the kind of key thing. As we visualise this, we want to know. Yeah, yeah, I just... I, I woke up and... Uh, yeah, yeah, the moment had gone, shall we say. But... <laughs> <laughs> Have you fainted during, uh, let's just say, um, how's your father at any point in the future? Was it just this one time? Mm, no, no, no. I, I sort of sort of get on with it now like you know fantastic what a lovely way to put it absolute radio the hometime podcast with bush and richie is what happens when you take out all the music travel news regular news and adverts from the show Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Andy Bush, great to have your company on this Monday night. I'm flying solo this week as Richie's on his holidays, or so he said. Uh, Rachel Christian says on Twitter, are you, Bush, are you sure Richie's not really going into the jungle for I'm a Celebrity? Very good point. Interesting timing. Meanwhile, we've just launched the Hometime Taxi Club for this evening, so if you're dropping other people off, thanklessly, get in touch tonight, 8, 12, 15. Get the credit you deserve. And we've got Dale on the line right now. He's a taxi driver, dropping kids off, that kind of thing. Dale, what are you up to exactly? Picking my daughter up from Nova City, Barnsley. Well, I speak from school. She's just in, uh, doing a dance class and uh, into jump zone. OK. Well, off home. Okay, and what and uh, what do you do whilst you're waiting for her to finish doing her dancing? You just sit in the car on your on your own then. In the car, listening to Absolute Radio. Good lad, impeccable taste. At least you're entertained whilst you sat there. I am. And the whole point of this club, Dale, is to meet other like-minded people who are in the same situation as you. Maybe you could have a home time taxi club night out at some point. That'd be lovely, yes. <laughs> Fantastic! I can tell you're over the moon about that idea, Dale. Have a good night. Take it easy. Have a good night. Absolute Radio.
Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's the Hometime Taxi Club. You're driving around, dropping other people off, left, right and centre without getting thanked. Get in touch, join the club. Mal says, just dropped my son to his weekly guitar lesson, sat here alone with me, thoughts and a packet of Tic Tacs. What a time to be alive. Jill in Woking says the light is on on Mum's Taxi. Just dropped two teenage boys to running club. A dark park with an even darker car park. Not even a thank you. This is what we're dealing with here, folks. Get involved. Let's speak to Layla. Layla, tell us about your taxi evening you've got ahead of you right now. Um, so I've just dropped off my number one son in terms of age. Not that he's my favourite. <laughs> um, at, at cricket. Yep. And um, I now have to drive back home so that I can either do homework, read or whatever with number two son until my husband gets home. Then I have to go back to cricket, collect number one son, and then he goes straight to scouts, so he has to get changed in the car on the way. I drop him off at scouts, I go home, I have my dinner, and then um, I go back to get him at 9.15. Mark, later, that is unbe- what an unbelievable thing in terms of giving up your evening. Do you remember back in the day when you were a student, you used to just watch telly loads in the evening? And... Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. And have, like, a glass of wine or something, yeah. You don't get any time to yourself at all then, do you? Not really, no. I get about, like, 20 minutes, maybe. So, essentially, this <laughs> evening, you're just going to be sat outside different places in your cagoule, on yeah. your own in the car? Yeah, pretty much, or in the car, driving between places, yeah. And then this is this is why it's very important, then, the Home Time Taxi Club is a lifeline for people like yourself on this Monday night. It is, yeah, yeah. And it was actually my sons that told me I should text in. Oh. They heard it, and they were like, oh, that's like you, Mum. <laughs> Whilst getting in and telling you to drive to the next destination. Yeah. Uh, is there any motivational <laughs> messages you would like to put out there, Layla, to any other taxi-driving parents this evening? Oh, I think, um, just think when it's all over, you can sit down and hopefully be able to watch a bit of TV and maybe have a drink. Fantastic. (laughs) There's a light at the end of the tunnel. There is, yeah. Probably around half past nine, ten o'clock tonight. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So that's the end of another show. Cheers for listening, cheers for downloading, etc. And we are joined at the 11th hour by my esteemed colleague here at Absolute Radio, Danielle Perry. Esteemed. I'm going to call you esteemed you colleague. Gave me, you gave me a low chair again. I sat down and thought this was a joke. No, no, you always you, you <laughs> specify as part of your contract that you must sit in the lowest setting of any seat Easy anywhere. rider, easy broadcaster. I almost put my back out sometimes if I, if I sit down after you've been sitting there. And I'll always say out loud... Perry's done this. <laughs> it's she's, a shame. She's it's re- a shame. Reduced it to the lowest thing. The reason you're here is you just popped your head into the studio t- during the tail end of the show to admit what about tea? I love all the teas. I'm a big <sighs> fan of that. If someone gave me um, a twining selection box of Christmas, I'd be made up. Really? All the yeah. different weird ones you just heard in the show there? Yeah, like... because you only get you don't want to gamble on a, on a funny flavour if you never tried it. For twenty, you don't want twenty tea bags. We could just try the one. Okay. A variety box would be good. So if you go around someone's house and they say, Danielle, can I get you a cup of something? What do you ask for? I'll say what you got. <laughs> you want yeah. to have a look at the whole yeah, lot. Yeah. That's a sign of being slightly out of control. Someone during the course of the show has mentioned cherry bakewell tea. What's your thought on cherry bakewell tea? Don't like tea? a cherry bakewell, so that's that's a no from me. Uh, what, someone said blueberry muffin tea. What's your thought on that? I'll try it. Okay, but still a little bit. Mm, it's a little bit out there, isn't it? There's almost like a, a, a separatist movement. I'm seeing you as more like the tradition. You were an early adopter of, of alternative teas. Yes, I was, yeah. And then these <laughs> these new lot have come in now with all the kind of bubble tea, etc. And you're just thinking it's a bit... 
It's like candles. It went too far, didn't it? Yeah, exactly. It's the same thing. It's, same thing. There you go. There's, there's the quote <laughs> of the evening. Put out on a poster. Modern teas and their fanciness. It's like candles. It went too far. Daniel, thank you very much. You're welcome.